And thanks for coming in to another episode of the Diversions Podcast. I don't know what's so funny, but I'm your host, Ketty. This is B. Okay, so he just spent like the last five minutes trying to workshop an intro, and I realize what makes it funny every time is he starts with and. I didn't say and. You said and. Thanks for coming to another episode. I thought I said thanks. Oh, well. That's what makes it funny to me. Okay, I finally cracked the code on this. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Well, yeah. Thanks for being here, folks. What's up, nerds? Oh, man. What a day. It's been a very entertaining day just to get this episode recorded, actually. (laughs) Yeah, Kenny forgot the SD card, so we had to make a Walmart run, which is always fantastic. That was that Walmart run was a lot more difficult than it needed to be, actually. So. General shenanigans usually go down at Walmart. That's kind of what they're built for. Maybe it was, but I was, I'm just there. I'm just like, this is this does not need to be this hard. Like, I should just be able to grab the SD card and go. No, we had to find somebody who would unlock it. A $10 SD card, folks. Yeah, a $10 SD card. Get someone to unlock it. Ring us up. Which she got, like, yelled at by her manager while we were in line, too. Yeah, Did I you felt so that? bad. For, yeah, I felt that so bad. so funny. And I'm just like, man. She's like, I finished the project. She's like, well, I got another one for you. I'm like, okay. It's like, oof. Nine-nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> well, in her case, I feel like that was the hundredth problem because <laughs> she had a bitch out of his problem. Oh, man. But yeah. Either way, but we finally did it, and here we are recording again. Only an hour after our scheduled start time. Yeah, pretty much. But hey, we'll make do. We'll make do. We got quite a few good topics here for you guys today, actually. Uh, first topic. This is episode 10, man. Yeah, episode 10. We finally made it. I can't believe I made Yay. 10 episodes of this. Round of applause here. I was actually just going to sound effects and round of applause. No, but no, no, no. All natural. All natural. All, All right. natural. All right. All right. All right. Golf claps. Golf claps. There we go, folks. Episode 10, folks. The messy episode. The Ronaldinho. Maradona. This is the <laughs> longest you and I have stuck to a project together. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Go us. Yeah, go us. Wow. We finally did it. We're growing up, boys. Yeah. But episode 10, you know, the number 10 is a very special number in soccer because you give it to your best player along with the number seven. But hey, World Cup is starting. Maybe it's Messi's time. Yeah, the U.S. had a go and tie Wales today after blowing a 1-0 lead late in the game. Yeah, it was late in the game, but, you know, USA needed to do better. I mean, it's it's a whole mess. I can can go into it, but I feel like this isn't the sports episode for it. No. Not yet. Plus, we we already bitched about it earlier via text. Yeah. Either way, USA needs to do better. Subs need to be better. But other than that, you know, hey, episode 10, I still can't believe it. Man, I even told myself, I was like, can I make it to 10 episodes? And here you are, folks. And yeah, here I am, Ben 10. Where's my Omnitrix? Literally, you'll be Kevin 11 next week. It's perfect. <laughs> that's that's going to be the title of next week's episode. Perfect. Uh, but, you know, to start us off today, we're going to do with the new segment, New Show November. And yeah. actually, finally, B over here has a show. I finally remember to watch something new. <laughs> it's not even new, but there's a new season of uh, Inside Job on Netflix. That's nice. nice. It's, uh, if no one's seen it before, it's got super, like, Rick and Morty vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's basically about like the secret government agency that like rules the world much like the illuminati but they're like the really? rivals of the illuminati they're a rival how can how can you I, i'm just I, i'm trying to think of the words. Me, there, there's an entire episode that just premiered this season about how like the rivals with all the other ones the world's run by like the lizard people uh-huh so they each have their own illuminati they're all different names this one's called cognito not very cognito and then and then illuminati is their own and then there's the lizard people and the uh atlanteans and the juggalos fun fact 
from from Insane Clown Posse? Yup. What? ICP runs the world. Oh my god. That is something that I did not expect to hear. I didn't either, but it was a good episode. But there we go. Inside Job. Find it on Netflix. And now is it animated, live action? Animated. Yeah. Nice. Like I said, real Rick and Morty vibes. Okay. Uh, it's a good time. I like it. Yeah. I think I think that show was also, I don't know if he created or has a hand in the creation. Uh, Alex Hirsch, creator of Gravity Falls. I think he does because the animation style, very reminiscent of that kind of, uh, that show. All right. Cool. Cool. Anything else, Dave? Or just that one show you just have ready to pitch us? Just the one. I was so proud I got one. I was like, good pat on the back. I'm going to stop trying the baby rest steps, of this week. Baby steps. I'll get there one of these days, baby. Yeah. As for me, I have two shows, actually, to pitch over here. All right. Let's hear them. Uh, the first one is actually Tales of the Jedi. I know this came back out in October, uh, but explores beyond the lore for Clone Wars and Rebels, basically. Which, when he told me he watched this, I was like, oh, it's out already? And he's like, it's been out since October. And I was like, oh, I'm really yeah. behind. Yeah, I mean, me too. I was just like, I didn't even know this. And I didn't know that they released all all six episodes at, at once. So. I feel like there was no fanfare for it. There was very little promotion for it, but, like, it's there, and it's actually really wonderful. Okay. I, I liked it a lot. Like, uh, one of the best episodes for me was just, like, kind of gives you a backstory of how Count Dooku fell from the Jedi Order down okay. to the dark side. Uh, yeah, you get to see a young Qui-Gon Jinn, so I was like, oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm down for that. Uh, you get to see how Ahsoka got discovered to be as a Jedi. All stories I would like to see. Yeah, no, really good. Uh, you you also get to see a little bit of backstory on Yaddle. On Yaddle? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it turns the out. The one I really needed to know about. <laughs> we all need to know, because it turns out that apparently Yoda is the only one in his species that talks yeah, he's that he's just way. a fucking weirdo who speaks like that, because everyone thought it was all of his species, but nope, Yaddle's a normal person. Yeah. And I guess it, I was reading more into it about why Yoda talks the way he does, but I guess it's a way to honor his old master, I guess what yeah it's it's very strange to me i mean i i hope they do an episode of that in tales of the jedi i don't know if this is just a one shot but it does say season one so i'm hoping there's more seasons to come okay and then the other thing that i watched also is actually a documentary actually it's called mickey the story of the mouse mm. uh basically this dives into the different animation styles and basically the history of mickey mouse the character and what he means to everyone from like a global icon to, I guess, the symbol of mass corporation consumerism. And uh, I don't know. It, it, it varies. Like it, it's, I think it's a very good documentary because it portrayed both the light and the dark side of Mickey Mouse, I guess you could say. Dramatic. I like it. Yeah. Jedi and Mickey Mouse. Light and dark in both of those stories. Oh, yeah. And it was really cool because, like, I, for me, you know me, I'm a big animation fan and, like, I like behind the scenes work. So, like, it started off with these. Four, three different animators who are making a new short called Mickey in a minute. And it's basically a one minute short of basically Mickey throughout the years from like from his first original all the way to his like the most modern incarnation basically. From like Steamboat Willie days till now? Yeah. Okay. And so like, and the thing it is that's interesting about it is that they're doing this to honor Mickey and they say the only way to honor Mickey is we have to do this hand drawn. So they're not. There's no digital work at all. So these people just for the short, just for the short, a one minute okay. short. And there's one part where this one guy was just like, "Yeah, I need to get this one scene down." And he's like, "I only have 247 pages to do it." Oh, and only if, yeah, only 247 pages. Animation's ridiculous. Yeah, it, I mean, especially if you're doing it hand drawn, it's just because these guys are. They got the paper. They're like flipping through it, and I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, I teared up a little bit because I'm just like, I, I just you gotta admire the passion for that. Yeah, and also like. To, to do that now and realize how freaking hard it is, 
like just to, goes to show the people who like invented these early characters like how insanely talented they were to yeah. be able to put out any of this content as successfully as they have no yeah it's, it's it's a very interesting documentary i really enjoyed it and tolly enjoyed it as well to my, my surprise as well <laughs> you think she wouldn't I don't think that was going to be her kind of thing. I feel like she'd have something to say about consumerism and stuff like but that. But then it turns in, you know, she was she was right there with me, enjoying it all, all right. the way. You go, Mr. Mouse. You go. Yeah. But also what's just interesting is, like, I think I mentioned this earlier, they, they were having an interview with uh, Bob Iger and, like, how much he liked Mickey Mouse and what it meant to him and the, basically the values of, like, Walt Disney World. And I was thinking to myself, I was just like, man, It'd be really cool if they brought back Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, and then <laughs> two and hours happened. two hours later, apparently that news broke out that he was replacing Bob Chappick. Yeah, that was a very short reign for Bob Chappick. Yeah, and uh, I follow a bunch of animators on Twitter, and like all of them were basically like uh, celebrating this guy getting fired and shit. Yeah, he didn't. Um, he didn't seem to be super popular within the company, from what I read briefly. Yeah, you may from what it sounded like is like they basically killed off the Wicked Witch in the West. Yeah, kind of worked out for everyone. But yeah, I was I was kind of digging into it a little bit because uh, Bob Chappick was CEO from like 2020 until just the other day. So very short run for him. And in that entire time, he was tremendously unpopular from what I've been reading. Uh, yeah, not very well liked at all. If you remember earlier this year when Florida did the like whole don't say gay th- thing. Oh, right, right. Bob Chappick like did not want to rock the boat or anything like that. So he didn't like really like stand up for Disney or anything like that. What the hell? Um, whereas Bob Iger was like very openly like, he's like, no, like as this big face of a corporation, we need to take a stand for these like marginalized groups, especially like the LGBTQ community. You go Bob Iger. Yeah. So it turns out he's kind of a decent dude. Maybe. I don't know. Billionaire I mean, is a decent yeah. dude, but he seemed all right compared to uh Chappick. So who knows? Iger's back and, We'll see yeah. what that means for the future of the company. I mean, that's interesting for me because, like, I feel like without Disney World, there's <laughs> Florida is nothing. <laughs> Dude, it's seriously because I read something too. Because they were so up until <clears throat> this year, or last year, they basically like they were like the Vatican in Florida. Hmm. So they like ran their own property and their own company, and like they decided like how the right. taxes worked. They were essentially an untaxed city, and they employ a small like states worth of people or like cities worth of people yeah, they I, employ I, like seventy thousand people yeah actually here Orlando. getting a job at disney is actually a pretty decent job yeah yeah i guess i'll take care of you i mean they got enough money they fucking better but yeah. um uh but under chapik's watch they uh ron DeSantis like took that tax privilege away and basically like helped gut the community of Oof. uh disney world and everything like that which was one of the biggest like income sources for florida which is hilarious to me yeah it's gonna be that's probably also why they brought in bob Iger back because they're just like you need to get this back <laughs> yeah please take it take it back take it back we were sorry we we wanted to play with the other guy take it back well that's the thing it's like did bob Iger step down or did he just leave because he was forced out uh no he, it sounded like he wanted to step down um he kind of wanted to just be a board member instead of the ceo and in his time away from uh the ceo chair he was um, like helping to start and mentor startup tech companies, and actually, up until very recently, in a bunch of interviews, they asked him if he'd ever come back to Disney. He's like, "No, no, I'm done with that. I'm done with that." But I guess they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah, he probably heard Chappie's comments on animation. It was just like, "I've had yeah. enough." Well, apparently, those two kind of buttheads 
somewhat frequently. Yeah, so when I heard. Yeah, because uh, like Bob Iger like laid the groundwork for Disney Plus and a whole lot of other things, but yeah. like Chappic was also like taking credit for it. So like there was kind of this big who's actually responsible for it, and they kind of butted heads. And like I said, the two philosophies of like, you know, don't rock the boat, don't make a political stand, versus Bob Iger's like, no, we need to stand up for, or at least like put some sort of face to marginalized groups. Yeah. It also doesn't help that they both share the first first name and middle name. They say middle name too? Yeah, but spelled differently. Oh, great. Well, that's how you can tell. Duh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how you can tell, but it's just like, man, that's probably one of the many reasons they butted heads for. <laughs> I'm Bob Patrick. I'm Bob Patrick. I don't know what the middle name is. I don't care. It's Alan. Hmm. Alan? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'll take it. But yeah, so Bob Iger's back. Let's see what he can do for Disney. Yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful because that guy had more respect for animation than Chappic. Because I know I told you earlier that Chappic said that yeah, no you were adult steamed by yeah, this. no adult is gonna watch want to watch animation when there's no kids around. And I'm like, do you know your audience? Like, how how detached can you be from your target audience that you're saying like no adult's gonna want to watch animation? It's like, do you not see your catalog? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, ugh, people. Yeah, and I think we were talking earlier, too, about how, like, the best animation appeals to both, old, like, adults and kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially, like, old Nickelodeon days come to mind where, like, they're making a joke that goes completely over a kid's head. But if an adult hears that, they're like, oh, that was that was a good one. That was dirty or something like that. But nobody realized it. Yeah, it's that, too. But also, like, if you think about it, all the animators who are working now are people that grew up during our time. Yeah, true. The so they're going to make tropes and like homages to like stuff that we knew from back from our day. Mm-hmm. So, animation is just fun, man. You can do anything with it. Yeah, and I guess to keep going on with the Disney trend here is Strange World, a new upcoming animated film. Well, by the time of this release of the podcast, um, the movie will already be out. I think it comes out the 23rd. Is that Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, it's Wednesday because, yeah, today's the 21st. All right, so it comes out Wednesday. Uh, strange world but it, again it, it, it for me this is a funny trope at this point where disney keeps saying that it's their first lead gay character in a movie and which you know which doesn't happen often for disney but i mean you could make a fighting game of roster for, of characters of like who is your first openly gay character in a movie i don't think it's about opening like openly gay character i think it's um the fact that it's the main character i mean i guess it's the main character but i, I just feel like i've heard that line so many times about so many different projects for them at this point but it's just like but also the same thing it's like it hasn't really even been marketed at all dude i barely found out what it was until like last week yeah so i think i don't know what's going on like is this something that you know was it because it was a gay character that it was just like swept under the rug because of bob chapik's dance or is or was it just like a movie they didn't really like believe in or anything like i don't that? know like i feel like it because i mean what is it raya the last dragon there was a lot of marketing for that and moana a lot of marketing for that yeah. what else was the most recent light year a lot of marketing for that. Tons of marketing. And they had one gay kiss. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why this one is being pushed, like, promoted as much as I've seen other movies. I mean, maybe now that it's getting closer, I've seen more, like, commercials for it. But other than that, I have no clue what this movie's about. I, I saw, like, one YouTube commercial Yeah. between videos. And, like, that's all I can really think of. So it, it's very strange to me. I mean, I just don't know why they're not marketing as much. Yeah, I thought it was just me because I don't really, like, watch a lot of stuff that has, like, commercials because I mostly just stream everything. Right. But, like, I, you you got your finger on the pulse a lot more than me for you to say that it hasn't even been marketed. No, I mean, I only know about it, obviously, because I, like, deep dive into this animation world. But even then, I'm just, like, 
I have no clue what this movie's about. I just know that they... I don't either. <laughs> I just know that the, from based off the title of the movie that they go into a strange new world. I mean, this world better be real strange. I didn't even know that Jake Gyllenhaal was voicing one of the characters. Jake Gyllenhaal? Me too. I'm finding that out right I now. I found that out today. I think Dennis Quaid is in that movie too, voicing a character. Dennis Quaid? Yeah. That guy from that thing? So I don't know. Like, it, it, are they just not having as much faith in it as, as past animated features? Like, I don't know. I feel like Disney definitely needs to change things up for their animated features. Maybe even go back to two D animation. Honestly, I wouldn't mind two D. Oh my god, IMDb has got four point nine out of ten stars. Oof, that's not a good. Yeesh. Not a good run. Ooh, Maybe. Alan Tudyk's in it. No, Alan Tudyk, you can't be in a bad project. <gasps> and Jabuki Young White. I actually love Jabuki Young White. He's a stand, he's a stand-up comic. Oh, I think he plays a lead character. Yeah, yeah. Who is he's an openly gay comedian, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay, okay. But he is hilarious. For uh his uh Comedy Central Presents uh half hour special, he did an entire PowerPoint presentation about what bugs are gay, and it was the <laughs> funniest shit. Interesting. I think I saw like someone saying that the lead I guess what's his name again? I'm sorry. Jabuki Young White. Yeah, I guess Jabuki Young White uh impersonated the fbi one year on twitter or something like that that sounds right for him he's a scamp and he says like i know we killed him but that doesn't mean we still can't miss mlk and i'm just like oof, <laughs> call him out please that's true but i don't know i mean i i think maybe a return to 2d animation for disney would be a good path for them to take because i feel like they were on the verge of something i mean if you remember uh treasure planet love treasure planet it, who doesn't love treasure planet treasure planet is such a great movie and it's also one of the things i wish that would make into a kingdom hearts game like that would be such a fantastic world to that visit would be a good one. i feel like that was like a time of disney like that they don't talk about anymore i really don't know why because it was what was uh, it like commercially successful i maybe i don't know i feel like that might be one of like the few like cult movies that they have like where it didn't do great in theaters but like dvd sales i don't know the roof. maybe but i mean i i definitely had the mcdonald's toys of it that's for sure you know what McDonald's toys I remember is when a Hunchback, Hunchback of Notre Dame came out and they had the gargoyles and they were like wind-up toys. That sounds vaguely familiar. I don't know. Right? I don't know why I remember it so specifically, but these guys I remember playing like at my buddy's house. We got them because his parents took us out for McDonald's and we were just like <laughs> playing with them for like 10 minutes. And then we were just like, all right, we're done. I don't know. For me, the ones that stick out the most for like Disney McDonald's toys is uh, Hercules with the plates and then the little yeah. Titans and like gods and everything. I, I, I had a couple of those too. That's the one that stands out. But hey, maybe Strange New World needs a McDonald's deal to get them get the ball rolling for them. <sighs> McDonald's will make or break you, man. It really does. But yeah, I mean, I guess we already talked about Bob Chappie leaving Disney. Good riddance. Like I said, a lot of Disney animators are actually very happy about that. And Strange New World, like I said, check it out. It'll be out by the time of this recording. Comes out the 23rd. I mean, I'll probably watch it just because I want to support animation. Who knows what's going to be like. I hope it's entertaining at least. Cause I mean, the cast in this movie looks great. Like Jake Gyllenhaal, Gabriel Union's in it. Like I said, Alan Tudyk. Lucy Liu is in it. Lucy Liu's in a lot of stuff lately. Is she? Yeah, because she she's a comeback. Yeah, because she's in she's the villain in the sequel Shazam film. Oh, for real? Yeah, she's a villain. Tight. Yeah, it's her and Helen Mirren. They're both like the two <sighs> villains, I guess. I don't know. I don't know who they're playing yet, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Helen Mirren can play anything. It doesn't matter. I love her. It really doesn't. But I guess to continue on with the dumpster fire that's going is Twitter. <laughs> it's just so funny. 
It really is. I mean, they continue with firing with hundreds of employees and top engineers, resigning because of the cultural shift in the company. And Elon begged and scrambled for these engineers to stay. But I think they said it was too late, and they took the severance package. And I don't know. It yeah. looks like a lot of people think Twitter is just going to break soon. Who knows when? Which is unfortunate because, like, you know, I feel like I'm a lot of promotion for this podcast on Twitter. I mean, I don't, th- I don't think it's going to go away, but it's... It's going to be out of his hands pretty soon. But um, a couple of funny things I heard about this, too. So he was worried that a lot of senior developers were going to, like, change or alter the like the code for, what is it called? What, the source code? Source code. There we go. They were going to, like, do something to, like, alter or delete the source code or something like that before leaving. So he locked all of the, um, like, all of the main developers out. Or he was going to, but oh turns God. out he fired the guy who could lock any of the people out oh, man. the week before. So he called him and begged him to come back and like lock these people out or something like that. And he was like, fuck no. Oh, and man. then uh, just today I read somewhere that um, he, because uh, Twitter has a big UK employment or right. anything like that. Yeah. And he sent an email saying that they were all fired as well. Like, same thing. Like, if you're not with the culture, you get fired or whatever. But apparently, you cannot fire somebody that way under UK labor laws. So they're all technically still employed, but they were told not to work. So they're just collecting money for doing nothing right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. And this is your genius, folks. This is your genius. My God. Car-launching, rocket-making genius. I'll never forget with his Tesla truck where he tried to demonstrate that it was, like, indestructible and i think he broke the he really? window on it on the demonstration i'm just like oh man that truck is ugly as fuck epic fail right there but well there was something else oh right yeah uh apparently the twitter copyright laws aren't working so you can literally upload a whole movie a as a word tweet. yeah Let's yesterday someone yesterday someone tweeted like all the fast and furious films <laughs> excuse me i have to go something and watch so yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like people were uploading whole episodes of SpongeBob, a bunch of different stuff, and I'm like, my God, what is going on over there? So apparently, yeah, the copyright laws does not work right now. Okay. So it's the Wild West right now on Twitter. Hell yeah, let's let's get on there and cause some havoc. And yeah, like I said, I do a lot of promotion for the podcast on Twitter, so I'm just thinking like, man, if this thing goes, I'm gonna have to up my Instagram game. Uh, I don't know, Snapchat, TikTok. I don't, I don't know what to do at this. Start point. TikToking, baby. I'll do some dance moves with you. Oh man, no. I have a TikTok, but it's just for for my figure photography. It's and I just do a bunch of like before and after, like the setup and how how the final looks. That's about it. That's about it. But I don't I I don't know. T- Twitter is oof. It's a good time. I like to watch the world burn. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy, but I don't. Who knows how much longer it's gonna survive? Everyone thought it was gonna die on November fifth, but I mean, we're still here somehow. It'll be fine. Will it? he's just gonna get kicked out somehow maybe we'll see i mean that's pro- i'm pretty sure that's what he's trying to do but I mean, it's just not doing working. an awesome job of it because can't the board of directors like vote for a bit of no confidence and like oust a ceo yeah he could but he fired them well shit <laughs> here we are yeah exactly exactly dictatorship yeah but i guess the Man, this is just going to be a one whole dumpster fire of a podcast episode because here's the other biggest news. Talk about low-budget flights, no food or movies, I'm out of here. I like running better. Is that oh. Yuji Naka, 
for those of you who don't know, Yuji Naka is one of the two creators of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, was arrested for insider trading. That's right. Sonic's daddy got arrested. Hey, man, he got obsessed with those rings all this time, and now he needed to find a way to pay for more of them or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, apparently he got insider trading for uh, a game for the new Dragon Quest game, actually, at Square Enix, and he bought shares before the info became public. Oh, that's so And funny. Square Enix was just like, nah, man, we don't, we don't fuck with that. And, yeah, they slapped the cuffs on him. And I think it was hilarious because after that, I just saw all the memes. I don't know if you remember from Sonic Adventure 2 of, like, Sonic and handcuffs and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then someone else was tweeting that Yuji Naka escaped custody by jumping out of a helicopter and using a... <laughs> <laughs> Tails bailed him out. Using a board to slide down the, the city escape. And I'm just like, oh, my God. This is just pure gold. But Jesus Christ. It's like, what is going on? Like, can Sonic have a win? <laughs> Yeah, I, the best thing that's happened to him in years is Sonic Frontiers, and it gets overshadowed by this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking insane. Like it's like Sonic Frontiers. Sonic Team finally has a win, but then you know here you have Yuji Naka going like, nope, <laughs> spotlight's back on me, bitches. Is he even still involved in like Sonic things? Right no, now? he he left the Sega company. I think he was working at Square Enix. Okay. So who knows what else he's like. At the same time, it's like, what information are you trading? It's like, you got Kingdom Hearts 4 stuff on me there? <laughs> Let like, me know. I'll Let buy know. some of that info yeah, off of you. Exactly. It's like, I got to know. It's like, what do you know? I, yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even know the insider trading laws are the same over there. Yeah, Japan don't play with that stuff. I guess not. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I just thought it was hilarious. I mean, just, it's like, damn. You're that desperate. Square Enix doesn't pay the way Sega used to back in the day. I guess not. I guess not. But man, I'm just like, oof. This Sonic. really is a fucking dumpster fire podcast. It really is because I'm looking at the rest of our topics. I'm just like, it does not get better. Yeah, it no, does. everything goes downhill. It I does. think we have like one shining light at the end, maybe, and that's about it. No, maybe. No. Nah, I, don't, I mean, it's it's just, oof. Episode ten, the dumpster fire episode. I like it. I mean, I'll think of a name. Coming up with a name for actually all these titles is actually very hard sometimes. Really? The master of puns himself? I mean, it, it takes a while, man. It takes, it takes me a while. Get those juices flowing right now. You got a week to edit. I don't know, but I think this is a good time for us here to introduce our drink of the day. <laughs> Love that crack. Uh, yeah, Keddy, Keddy brought us some Liquid Death Mango Chainsaw. Why the hell do they have to make this name so intense? Chainsaw Man. I got to start watching that, man. But uh, yeah, Liquid Death Mango Chainsaw. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, we're gonna Ooh, go. It smells good. We're gonna well. go healthy this time, folks. It tastes like nothing. I guess like a good aftertaste, though. It does have a good aftertaste, especially for sparkling water, because I hate sparkling water because it has awful aftertaste. So these guys went yeah. the right route. Yeah, Liquid Death's pretty popular. I like it. Yeah, I do like Liquid Death. It's like. I don't know how to describe their their like normal water. Like it tastes like nothing, but it's just so fucking good. I don't know. I just don't know how else to describe it. I don't know. Cool can too. It's gold. Yeah, it's a golden can, liquid death, mango chainsaw. I don't know how they came up with that name either. It's like Dude, geez. well everything they do well, if you've ever read Liquid Death uh on the can, this ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water is armed with agave nectar and natural electrolytes to ref- refresh your body and murder your thirst. Too intense. It is water, sirs. Yeah. For all my water connoisseurs, let me know what's your favorite oh, water. Is that sugar in here? What? 
Of course it's going to have natural They're sugars. They're cheating. It's water. It shouldn't have natural sugars. It's flavored water. It's going to have natural sugars. Yeah, but so is every other flavored water, and it just sounds like they whispered the name of a fruit to it as they were packaging it. You can't eliminate the natural sugar from a fruit juice. <sighs> well, it's tasty. Go drink it, folks. It really is tasty. As you know, as we help here, B with his uh, No Drink November. Yay. He's enjoying Can you it. tell I'm excited? I actually do feel way better not drinking, so I'm probably going to stick to sobriety for a little while. We're all proud of him, folks, over here. Run, run of applause. Run of applause. Yay. Another one. Another one. Go me. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, though. On our trip to Walmart, we actually did see the hard Mountain Dew, and I was just like, ooh, I want to drink that. Yeah, they got the Baja Blast. They got a couple of flavors that look pretty interesting. I feel like it's going to put me into a sugar coma after we drink those, but... Who knows? You I noticed that they sometimes. stopped selling Baja Blast in stores, and I guess now it's back to being Taco Bell exclusive. Oh, sad. It's bastards. Very sad. Yeah, I also did not know Pepsi Company owned Taco Bell. Yeah. I was blown away by that, actually. Yeah, that's why Pepsi is like... I mean, yeah. The one that they get instead of Coke. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But also, they got, they got Baja Blast. Can I get a Coke? Is Pepsi okay? It's never been okay. It's always been okay with me. I'm like... Fine, it's cola. They're very different. Are they? Very. I guess so. Who knows? Oh, my God. I'm drinking so many bubbly things. I can't stop burping. More bubbly things. But, yeah, Liquid Death, Mango Chainsaw. Very good, actually. As far as sparkling water, very good. You know, I said it doesn't really taste like much of anything, but I like keep chugging this, so. You can definitely taste the mango. I can taste the mango. I taste it a little bit, but not that much. It's, it's just enough. Enough to get you over. It is just enough. I like it. I fucks with Liquid Death. Silly ass company. There we go. There we go. Out of our non-flavored, non-flavored, out of our non-alcoholic <laughs> drinks, where would you pair this one? Uh, probably this is probably my favorite because it's the least sugary, and I don't like a lot of sugar. Like that. Uh, that Warheads. That Warheads one. Yeah, that was too much. Oof. We couldn't even finish that. That was like liquefied cotton candy, man. That shit was rough. Yeah. And then last week we had the uh, Arnold Palmers. I do love an Arnold Palmer. It's a classic, but it wasn't a new one. It was not. Let me down. Also, a little too much sugar. Even though that was a light one. It was light. But I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. But here we go. We've, we've got something good for this week for you guys. I'm going to be so damn hydrated by the end of this. Oh, hell yeah. Murder my thirst. I don't know. I told this to Tali, and I was like, yeah, I got his liquid death. And she's like, are you going to die drinking this? And I was like, no. We just might, babe. I'm not like, coming back. Better give me a kiss goodbye. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just it's funny to me. But moving on over here to our eternal burning fire, I guess, of an episode <laughs> for, for episode 10, which I, should be a celebratory I, I, I really episode. thought we would have some good news in here. I, 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 I skimmed mean, the topics. Well, actually, I think this next one is pretty good news because, like, despite... It's the best of the news. I'll give you that much. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. For me, they're great games. Dude, they look awesome. You've been playing it. Yeah, I, I like it. It, it. It's a great game. I like how it looks. It's really fun. It's an open world. You, yeah. I mean... I forget it's open world because there are a bunch of times I've come across Pokemon or trainers. I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, I have to like try not to lose with my level. The, one of the battles I had, I think it was like a level. I had a level twenty, um, like second evolution of my like, Fuecoco, which is called Crocolor. Oh, you got Fuecoco? Yeah. His the second evolution has a little fire sombrero. Yeah, everyone thought it was a sombrero, him. but apparently it's a nest with an egg on top. I'm calling it a sombrero. That's racist. It's come on, it's Fuecoco. 
So I had my Crocolore, and then he's like level 20, 23 or something. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to battle this trainer and just move on to the next one. This fucking trainer comes out with a level 56. Like, <laughs> you got caught in the wrong neighborhood, yeah. kid. I'm trying to remember what Pokemon it was. I think it was. Oh, it was a Noibat. Level 56 Noibat. I don't know what any of these things are anymore. So I'm so out of the yeah. It's one of the it's one of the more newer ones. So it was level fifty six, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's like I need to like I, at this point, I'm like I'm like chilling back in the couch, like thinking, I'm like, and then I see this <laughs> and then Pokemon. You snap yeah, up. I like I'm like, it's like nope, I gotta go serious mode. And if, you know, people know when you go serious mode, like you lean back and you start leaning forward, and I'm like, all right, strategy gamer, time, gamer lean. That's a it's thing. like got to got to do it. You got to get ready. And <laughs> I was about to lose. I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm not losing all the money I just earned. So I just restart the game. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I needed that money. I was, like, I was like, I need to buy revise. I was like, I'm not losing out on this money. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, I, did, I was like, I had to do it. I was like, no, 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 no. It's like, I'm not. I wasn't ready for this. No. Wrong neighborhood, kid. No, yeah. Go back to the burbs. Obviously, aside from that, it's a great game. It's just you know, it's just cursed it, with like bugs and performance yeah, issues. It looks buggy as hell. It it is, and I think I feel like the Switch just can't handle big games like that. No, I just, that's the thing that I want to talk about too. It is like that's that's totally wrong because the Switch definitely can handle games like that because it has in the past. I mean, the, two of the biggest ones I can think about is Xenoblade Two and Three. Yeah. I mean, because if you look at those games, it's just like it, the Switch, and not only that, the Switch can also run The Witcher Three on it, so. No problem at all. This Witcher Three is on it. Yeah, The Witcher Three is on the Switch, and it runs that perfectly fine. At what frame rate? Uh, I think they said sixty frame rate. Really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the Switch is a perfectly capable console. The only thing is, like, I feel like the developer teams, like the Game Freak, just didn't give them enough time to like test it out or like make sure everything was okay. I feel like Game Freak keeps getting a bad rap for everything they do involving Pokemon. Yeah, I think when they switched over to like the main console cuz I feel like when it was handheld it was a lot easier for them cuz it was a smaller scale, smaller dimensions and you know like people didn't really expect much out of a handheld, but now that they're moving over to like the main console, it's a whole different ball game for them and I feel like in order for them to improve, I think they should ask developers like from games such as like xenoblade or even monster hunter to like be like hey how can we get this to work yeah because monster hunter one's great on there yeah monster hunter's on there i mean even monster hunter rise is on there and then you know it still it still runs perfectly fine and it's like a much more i feel a graphically demanding game than pokemon so yeah pokemon not a whole lot going on there especially with the art style they choose to use yeah so it's like it's definitely not on the switch i think it's more just on the developers not having enough time to polish up this game so who knows i mean i still think they could still, you know, obviously they have to fix the bugs. It's nothing. It's nothing that's like game breaking that you can't like fix. They're kind of funny. Yeah, this thing. It's like what's so good about this game is that it's it's a fun Pokemon game and it's something that you've ever done before. And, and the only thing that's bad about it is that it's so funny. The bugs that just yeah. you, you're still having a good time. Either it's way. like when Cyberpunk 2077 first came out and everyone was saying that the games make this or the bugs make this game unplayable. I thought they were hilarious. At one point, I was walking around with a fucking car on my head because it clipped into me and it just went with me. And I was like, <laughs> this is great. Yeah, no, like a bunch of like the bugs in there is, is hilarious. And for a while, I wasn't experiencing any bugs or anything else up until today. Yeah. And today I had my first bug. So like I finished a battle with a uh, Crocolor and like he turns around because like, and he's like saying, it's like, oh, you finally beat the boss Pokemon of this area. And I'm like, cool. And then the camera shifts over to another crocodile saying it's like oh he's evolving and i'm like 
I have two. I've seen that where it duplicates them instead of like shows the evolution. Yeah, yeah, and it shows the evolution going around. And I'm like swirling the camera over it. I'm just like one is evolving and the other one is still there. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh my god, this is it's like funny. it's very own before and after image. It really is. It, it's funny. Like yeah, that, that's the only thing. It's like the only bad thing about this game is is like it's just the bugs and everything. But it's not like anything game breaking. It just makes it funny. So it's it's still enjoyable. So I think, I think if you're willing to have a sense of humor about it, it only improves the game. No, it definitely does. And I feel like once they, like, patch in the bugs and, like, take it away, I feel like a lot of people are going to, like, miss it and not, I don't know. I guess they're going to appreciate the bugs more when they're gone and not when they're still there. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. I don't know. I will say, though, today, like, when I was trying to walk to a poke or run to a Pokemon gym, like, it kept lagging for me. Not well, I don't want to say lag. Like, it kept slowing me down and, like, making it harder for me to reach my destination i'm like what the fuck is going apparently on? there's a bug where if you plug in a second controller and hold the direction on both of them it just adds the speed from one to the other so you go twice as fast i gotta try that out actually yeah i heard i yeah. try that one out that could be myth but i'm pretty sure that's i'll try it out because like sometimes i'm just like i need to get there faster without writing my my pokemon Coridon. so is that the one with like the motorcycle wheel in his chest yeah that's there's, so funny yeah, there's two different ones. The red one is called Coridon, and the purple one's called Miraidon. So, <laughs> Miraidon, this one. Yeah, I know. I, I ended up going with Scarlet because my brother wanted Violet, and he wanted a whole spiel on like why he should get Violet and why I should get Scarlet. So, I don't know because apparently he says he's more about like you know technology and futuristic, and and you're just about muscle mommy cave cave professor. Pretty much, yeah. Hell yeah, my kind of man. <laughs> But yeah, and then he's like, he's like, and he was all the He's like, it's like you're more about nature and like preserving. You were trying too hard, Rich. Just say yeah. you want this one. So yeah, I was just like, I was just like, look, I already said yeah. So like, we're good, we're we're good. And it's like, don't worry about it. So, but in the end, though, I think I like getting Scarlet because a lot of the Pokemon that I like are in Scarlet, anyways. So there works you go. out for me. Yeah. But there's like future and like past evolutions of these Pokemon in this generation, right? Yeah, they're called Paradox Pokemon. That's cool. So some of them have two different versions. Like Don Fan, he has like a, I guess like a Paradox Scarlet version, what's called Great Tusk. And it's like a humongous, like I guess prehistoric version of Don Fan where he's like huh. big, has like huge like tusk, which is like, I don't know. I guess it looks like more like a woolly, giant yeah, woolly mammoth that's kind of thing. that's what I saw too. He looks very mammothy. Yeah, and then he has it's another version that's like it's a future version of him. It's called Iron Tread, where it's just like a uh, metal shiny, and it's like LED uh, eyes yeah. and stuff like that. So <laughs> looks like gamer Don fan. Yeah, yeah. And no, I think it's cool the way that they're able to keep innovating after all these years. Good for them. Yeah, good it's for cool. the Pokemans. Yeah, it's good. And then I saw for Tyranitar, and I'm like, they basically just made Tyranitar Mecha Godzilla. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, that's all I ever asked for. I want to own a Godzilla. So, I mean, I haven't got... I mean, I did face, like, the prehistoric Don fan today, but I didn't get to catch it, and I want to catch it. So, I don't know if you're gonna, I don't know if maybe you could catch it later in the game, but, like, for now, I just had to, like, fight it and beat it. You're too I strong. Don't know. Well, that's the thing, is, like, I couldn't catch it, though. I, I didn't get the option to. Oh. Oh, yeah, then it's probably just a story point. Yeah, that's what I think, too, because, like, in the story, there's, like, three points. You have, like, the Path of Legends, the Victory Road, and then you have one called Starfall Street. Can you play all three, or do you have to, like, pick and choose? No, you can play all three at the same time. But oh, okay. Can, yeah, you can do all three at the same time, and you can do it in any order that you want. All right. So it's like, but the thing is, like, whatever order you start in, it doesn't, it doesn't like, scale to whatever level your Pokemon are. It's like, it's like if you want to face the last gym leader, you can face the last gym leader. Just but like balls to the wall. 
you're going to have a hard time doing it. Let's go my level one Ashwat, even though he's not in this game. No. I mean, you probably could do it. You probably could beat the gym leader if you just, you know, have like a focus sash, do a, what's it called? Facade, and then a quick attack. Bam. Just All like going that. over my head. I know nothing about these things anymore. Yeah, this, no, I'm just talking more about the metagame. Freaking nerd. Yeah, freaking nerd over here. But aside from that, Scarlet and Violet, great games, fantastic games. Oh, I man. recommend anyone to pick them up. They're, I think they're really fun. I'm excited to never play them because I will forget. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, it's an open world Pokemon game. So, like, I always tell myself, like, oh, I'm just going to pick up a few items here and there. And then, like, two hours later, I'm still in the same area. I'm like, fuck. I need to complete the story. You'll get there when you get there. Yeah. I will, but at the same time, there's times I just want to advance, but also times I'm just like, I want to keep exploring, but I want to advance in the story. So it's just like, it's hard to fighting both. I think that's the point. I guess it is the point. I mean, I guess that just makes it, you know, that you know you have a good game on your hands. If just get their hooks in you, kid. Yeah. If it wasn't just so buggy, it'd be good. But aside from that, you know, good games. I'm excited. Cool. I mean, I know, I think they're going to get DLC in the future, but I think before we get to dlc Thank god that was my biggest problem with rcs is there's no dlc and i would have paid a buttload of money for dlc for that game because that game is yeah. fun that game was fun i wish i did get a lot more dlc i'm just bonking bitches in the head <laughs> and you're coming with me oof joke 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 yeah you need to take a drink big there because we have a very sad topic to talk about here fuck i forgot about this yeah Yeah, very tragic, actually. So, November has not been a good month for Legends for us of the 90s kids. <sighs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, me and Lou, we lost uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, mm-hmm. earlier this month. And now we have now, uh, one of the original Legends from the Power Rangers, Jason yeah. David Frank. We lost Tommy. The original Green and White Ranger. Yeah, it was it was very tragic. Cause I think, like, was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday, I woke up and I was just like... yeah. A lot of people didn't want to believe the reports, thinking it was just a hoax. And were just a like, lot of people thought it was a hoax. They had to have one uh, one source come out and confirm it. I forget who it was exactly, but uh, yeah, death, death by suicide. They say so. Yeah, death by suicide, which is very tragic and unfortunate. It's just forty nine, man. Yeah, I mean it's 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 tragic because I heard he was going through a very rough divorce and like he lost custody of his stepdaughter, who he was like I guess they had a, like a close relationship with, and man, it's just. Because Shelly's like tough. You never, you don't know what people are going through. And I heard like one of his like old castmates uh, share that he received a message from him, but he didn't see it until like later in the day. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and I'm just like, I was just like, damn. I was like, don't do that to yourself, dude. I was like, don't do that. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's not, it's, it's not your fault. But man, it's just, I don't know. He was good to his fans, from what I can tell. I mean, he was at C2E2 almost every year I've been there. Yeah. Uh, one year I was there, I was supposed to actually meet the fifth doctor from Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the only thing was that he didn't show up. So they they canceled his appearance and everything. So I was like, oh, man, I was pretty bummed out. So I guess like his uh, Jason David Frank's like rep or person was saying, it's like, hey, if you guys want, we can move you over to our line and you wouldn't have to lose your place in line. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. And so I was like, screw it. I was like, I have nothing else to lose. Like, I'm near the front of the line anyway. So I was like, might as well just wait. Okay. And so we moved over and we were waiting and everything. And, like, he, unfortunately, was also late to that too. But I guess the only reason he said he was late was because, like, he wanted to have, like, merchandise for people to have. Oh, see, yeah. Like, he Cause, like, in was case, trying like, to make it a more yeah pleasant experience for people. Yeah. So the only thing is, like, I didn't have, like, 
it wasn't in my budget to like get like a photo with him or anything else because like i was like i was like i was just like i need to spend it on other stuff yeah that i had planned out already yeah those earlier years of c2e2 was real penny pension budgeting yeah so the only thing i got to do was basically was just like a free meet and greet which is rad yeah because you weren't expecting that yeah i wasn't expecting that so it was nice you know he was pretty cool like i told him you know like i enjoyed him and like 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 watching him and then like it was very much a surprise for me like when i was watching a dino thunder like when i was like a yeah, teenager that's the other thing like he stuck with the franchise for a really long time yeah he he definitely loved the franchise he loved the show and like obviously he, anytime he they asked him to come for like a special episode or premiere like he would definitely show up yeah i mean that was his life forever yeah like that and cons and he had a brief mma career yeah i mean he didn't do too bad was he i never watched him fight so i don't know I don't know. I think he beat CM Punk, so I think that was one of the things. Huh. Alright. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was it was fun. He was a great dude, like pretty down to earth, you know, like any other actor, I guess you could say. Like he's not perfect, but you know, yeah. decent decent person overall. Regardless, never fun to lose someone you looked up to back in the day. Yeah, it really isn't. It's tragic. I don't know. Makes me makes me feel old. You know, it's just like damn. It's because you are old, Kev. I mean, yeah, we are old, but still. No, we not we you. No, we are old. No, you you. No, you're you. older than me, so you're the old one. Yeah, I'm older than you, but you look older than me. Because <laughs> I'm so mature. <laughs> yeah, it's just very tragic. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I guess that day, everyone on Twitter and like, I guess on like my. I saw a lot of people posting stuff that like I never would have thought would have yeah. like even cared about that so yeah just to give you an idea of how much of a mainstay of the 90s he was that affected a lot of people i didn't even expect it to affect you know and, and just attributes from people like from like the toy photographers that i follow and yeah like, i saw a lot of, i saw you post a lot of really good ones yeah and like i shared some of my work too but i'm like i'm also working on a tribute piece tribute piece for him as well just because i don't know it's just gotta pay homage exactly homage. i mean I, I mean, one of my favorite episodes for me was just like when he, I guess he first appeared and he was just giving the hands to the Power Ranger core team. <laughs> he just was, whooped him in the Megazord. Yeah, he whooped him out of the, like, he's in the Megazord. He tossed him out of the Megazord. And then just the fight that happened there, I was just like, holy crap. It was just like. He was a badass when he was uh, under the influence. Yeah. Dude was just giving hands and he didn't care who got it. It was crazy. Just crazy to believe he was just like one strike away from just eliminating the Rangers. Could have done it, man. He really could have done Repulsa it. could never. No. And that's how you know the story of the evil time he came to be in the comics, actually. That's how? Yeah. Uh, one of the writers, he's actually also from Chicago. His name's Kyle Higgins. What's um, up, Kyle? Um, he basically took the concept of, a, like, you know, what would happen if Tommy combined his, like, Tiger Zord and Dragon Zord powers. Huh. And But he also took that concept and be like, what if Tommy didn't join up with the Power Rangers after he got defeated? Or, like... Okay. And so, like, and you know how, like, in the show, like, his sword of evil or darkness gets destroyed and then he joins the Power Rangers? Yeah. Basically, in the comics, there's, like, a what-if world where, like, instead of, like, joining, he runs back to Rita and then they join up forces and then take down the Power Rangers. Okay. And then, yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, definitely read the Power Rangers Boom comics. They're fucking fantastic. Boom. Yeah. It's a really good series, actually. Really good stuff on there. It goes beyond anything. But, Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to another legend. Man, back-to-back weeks. Yeah, back-to-back. Cross your fingers this week is uh, mellow, guys, because we can't keep doing this shit. Yeah. And I also guess, you know, to get on a, on a serious note here in the podcast, if you ever need help, please make sure you call the suicide hotline or dial a 988 for help. Don't be afraid to talk to anyone. You don't have to man up, you know. It doesn't make you less of a man to break down or to cry, you know. It's not a, not a bad thing to ask for help, so. True. 
go to therapy in the meantime yeah. too therapy's the best yeah go to therapy for the meantime you know don't be afraid to reach out to anyone you know it's not a bad thing well put Kev. well put yeah so you know because yeah you know you never know you need help it's okay just remember you know dial 988 or the suicide hotline i didn't even know about 988 me neither until i learned it recently i guess you know i guess because i guess the suicide hotline number was an actual phone number too long to di- dial so now it's just 988 is a lot easier that's clever yeah good for them yeah all right good job so yeah there you go people if you ever need help don't be afraid to ask for it there you go aside from all that though you got anything else for us here today <sighs> no man we talked about all the stuff i wanted to because i wanted to add in the tommy stuff too but we already got to it but um yeah dumpster fire episode it really was happy, a dumpster happy fire. 10th baby <laughs> happy 10th, 10th episode but I mean, it, it was just, you know, crummy, crummy, crummy two weeks, I guess. Crummy week and a half. Don't worry. Next week is going to light them up. Hopefully. The Kevin Eleven episode. <laughs> but man, yeah. Dumpster fire of an episode over here for episode 10. But that means that we made it. We Yay. made it. I mean, we I guess, stumbled across the finish line, but we got there. Yeah. Maybe now we'll start having some guests over or something. Yeah. Let's get some cool people. If you want to be on the Diversions Podcast, hit us up. Nobody wants to be on here. Nobody wants to be on here. We're going <laughs> to fucking drag one of you on here. That's for sure. But I'm trying to think. Do I have anything else to like sign us off on here? But I can't think of it right now. You know, Watch the World Cup. Go watch Strange New World. Or Str- Is it Strange New World or Strange Adventure? Strange World. There we go. Strange World. I don't know where I'm thinking Strange Adventure from. Is that a comic? I think it might be one of the titles from the old Marvel comics, Strange Adventures. That sounds right. Maybe. I could be wrong. I feel like that's like one of the original like X-Men comics or something. I don't know. I could be talking out of my ass. I often am. I don't know. But I guess that, you know, that will do it for us today. You know, thanks for listening to us. Joining us in for another episode of the Divergent Podcast. Ooh, I'm Keddy. Follow me over at Geek Night 90 on pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm B. I finally made an Instagram, guys. <laughs> he did not find he's been happy and i and i no i made another one it's oh, made another it's one. it's naked right now but it is a bumbling bee underscore so i'll doctor it up i'll put some stuff up there i'll show you all my 3d printer journey or something like that nice but uh eventually yeah follow me there got your etsy store ready uh it's not launched yet uh i kind of got sidetracked doing some other projects that i told people i would make for them but uh, when that's up, I'll let, guys, let you guys know next week. Cool. Sounds great. There you go, guys. Thanks for listening to us. And remember, always have yourself a damn good one. Later, losers. <laughs>